Welcome to a Call to Lead podcast. I am your host, Jesus Prado. And I am your host, Caleb Cortez. And we hope through these conversations that you discover and understand the calling to lead like Jesus. Now let's get into this week's episode. All right, welcome to another episode of a Call to Lead podcast. Today we're excited to be really hitting a topic that's been on our hearts really since we you know, started the podcast and since, you know, we had that in our mind, we spoke about this, me and Caleb before this, and and it's something that's just bender and bender, and, yeah. and we re- definitely wanted to get into it a little bit and have a conversation on it. So today we're going to be talking about passing the torch. What does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. Another thing we can say is passing the baton, right? Yeah, yeah. So just really, you know, passing the church, the leadership, and, and all of that yeah. onto the next generations, mm-hmm. all right? And uh, today we're going to be speaking a little bit about that, and uh, we're excited to hit to hit this topic and yeah. and really just have a conversation on it. I think it's going to be a good one, right? You know, I'm excited. Uh, and let's just get right into it, man. Yeah. And I'll get I'll get us started. Um, you know, I feel like with this, there's always two sides to it, right? Yeah. There's always the the newer generations. Yeah. And then you have the older generations, mm-hmm. right? And it seems almost like they're always kind of like on the opposite ends, mm-hmm. right? And and I feel like you know, the older generation is used to something and then the younger generation comes in and it's like the older generation feels like they're just trying to change everything. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so let's let's just get started on that. I mean, I wanted to get started um, and maybe the youngins are not going to like me for this. But I honestly, I wanted to start off by just reading a passage from the Bible. Yeah. And um, this is more for the younger generation as what they should do, you know, in, uh, with the older generation and, and how to work better, right? Um, so Deuteronomy 32.7 says, Remember the days of old. Consider the generations long past. Ask your father and he will tell you. Your elders and they will explain to you. Mm, and good. I thought this passage was just so wise. Yeah. And there's so much wisdom, you know. And I feel like we as young people, we, we really need to learn from the, the older generations, um, gain wisdom from them, yeah. right? Gain, you know, the experience that they have because they have more time here than us. Yeah. You know, that they've been around longer. Yeah. You know, they've been leaders for a longer time maybe pastors or or, or, or whatnot. And mm-hmm. we as, as, you know, the newer generations, we need to learn to also be able to listen. Yeah. I, I think it's so important that the new generations listen um, because, you know, like just how the passage said, you know, remember that. Remember. And go to the older people, right. those older generations that have passed so you can learn from them. And so I think it's so important, and I just kind of wanted to get started uh, on that note. Uh, what do you think about that? No, I know that that's a good verse. That verse is a blueprint, and it's telling us exactly how to how to go about our life, especially in leadership. You know, remember the days of old. That means you got to remember your predecessor. You got to remember your leaders. You got to remember the people that paved the way for you. That yes. that sowed, that worked hard, that labored that you're not where you're at in life, your family's not where you're at, your church is not where you're at. You as an individual, you didn't make it on your own, but it was because of the prayers, it was because of the hard work, the sacrifice 
of other people, your parents, your your pastor, your ancestors. They worked hard, and, and it's been the blessing from generation to generation. So yeah, yeah. we can't disregard that, definitely without a doubt. Um, and I know that's a lot of hard. I, I mean, excuse me, I know it's hard. It's a challenge for our young generation to yeah. have that open mind. Yeah. But we do have to have an open mind. We do have yeah. to have an open heart and 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 cherish it, remember it. Yeah, I agree, man. And I feel like, honestly, like, so sometimes the newer generation feels like they know everything. Yeah. Um, especially the the younger, younger ones. Yeah. Right? Yeah, We're yeah. talking about, like, Gen Z. Yeah. Right? On, and, you know, going into, into that, like, you don't know everything. Right? You're just starting. Yeah. You know, your life is just starting. Yeah. You, you do not know everything. You, you know, of course, those generations tend to inform themselves mm-hmm. a lot more. And it's some that that's something good. Yeah. But in the same way, you do not know everything, right? Yeah. And and you know, knowing the generations is so important too. Yeah. Yeah. Because, for example, me, I'm a millennial. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a millennial too. And we're very different than Gen Z. Yeah. You know, and our parents are very different, and our grandparents are very different, because we all were born in different times. And there was different things happening during those times, you know, so we grew up with different traditions and different things. And and I feel like if the church and us as leaders really took the time to understand how each generation works. Yeah. I feel like we would be able to do this so much easier, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, kind of keeping going with the younger generation you know the the old generation should also i feel like be discipling the new generation yeah um and making that really a focus oh yeah you know and i feel like maybe it doesn't happen as much as it should be yeah you know we're we're let's sit down across the table just kind of like me and you are right now right right and let's talk get somebody in in i don't know in their 60s get somebody in their 40s mhm somebody in their 20s, you know, and a fresh 18-year-old. Yeah. And have a conversation. I feel like we would have more in common than we think. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's like we have the same vision. We we want to preach the gospel. We want to reach the lost. We just do it in different ways. Right, yeah. Right? What, what do you think? I think we do. I think you're right. I like what you said. There has to be more discipleship between different age groups, different generations. Um, there has to be an understanding. We as young young people, young leaders, have to have an open mind and open heart to the previous generation. Mm-hmm. But also the previous generation, the pioneers, the leaders in the faith have to have on their side too an open yeah. mind, open heart. It goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And... There should be talks. There should be conversation. There should be a relationship with one another. There should be a connection. There should be a table talk, like you said. Yeah. Uh, I always, I always admire and love Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul is probably one of my favorite apostles, my favorite Bible characters. I love him because, obviously, of all the books he wrote in the New Testament, all the famous verses that we hear. But I love how. He was able to connect and and pour into Timothy and mm-hmm. even so many other young 
young people, Silas. Yeah. I mean, he was in prison with Silas. And yeah. when they were in a hard time, they praised their way out of prison. But I like the relationship with Timothy that the verse that we, we kind of are familiar with when he says, you know, Timothy, you know, stir up the gift inside of you, fan the flame. He's trying to push him to say, hey, you have a fire. You're called. You're anointed. You have the ability to bring this fire, to bring this flame, ignite something in, in, in the church because I'm in prison and I'm not going to be here forever. Mm. But he would write letters. He would. He had a relationship with Timothy. And I think a lot of times I don't hear, I'm speaking for myself, maybe mm. I don't have the opportunity to hear a lot of older pastors or I haven't had a direct pastor really pour into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been other ministers, men of God, yeah. uh, my youth pastor, Brother Mark Amin, different people that have poured into me, but I think you're right. We need, we need that as young leaders. We need someone to pour into us and, 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 and spend time with us. Um, not look down on us, not look down on us. And, and that goes back to what Paul said. He also has another verse. He says, let no one despise you of your youth. Yes. And I think a Mm -hmm. lot of times, like there's so much judgment on the millennials and the Gen Z's from our older pastors and leaders. Yeah. Like, Oh, you know, they're not ready to take the torch. Yeah. They just want the lights and yeah. the sound and <laughs> and and they're not ready to be a minister or a deacon, you know. I, I don't think they're ready to to uh to be set aside yet. And with all due respect, we would see more young leaders becoming ministers and what whatever besides the the title, but we would see more leaders in our generation rising yeah. up mm-hmm. if there was relationship, if there was connection, if yeah. exactly what you said, if there was somebody pouring into us and taking the time to just talk. Yeah, that's true. And and I mean, I, I like I said, you know, we don't want to be through respect for anything like that. But at the end of the day, we all have an end date. We do. Yes. Right. We're all going to pass on to a better life. Unfortunately. Yeah. Older pastors are going to pass away. Yeah. And who's going to take over? Yeah. Who's training these people to take over? Yeah. Are they trained enough to take over? You, you hear it a lot. There's not there's not enough workers. There's not enough workers. Yeah, right? the laborers. There's not enough laborers. Yeah. Like, are, like, is there not? You know? Or, or are you not seeking them out? Right. Uh, are we not talking enough so you know that there is? That we want to work? You know that that we want to preach the the gospel, that yeah. we want to do all these things. You know, we also have that. We also have that vision. Yeah. You know, so why not get together, and why not work together? You know, to to become better and to become more united and to move the kingdom forward. You know? Yeah. But you know, this there's just so much that we can that we can kind of go off of with this. But I feel like we really need to to unite yeah a lot more you know we need to unite us as the church yeah you know because we we talk about unity we talk about revival we talk about you know all these different things right. and, and i love it like are we really united right right are we really building the church yeah yeah how are we building the church i was thinking on the way over here too like it says in, in the bible that it says go and make disciples Mm-hmm. it doesn't just say go and preach mm-hmm. it says go and make disciples yeah are we making disciples yeah right 
we get so caught up in all these activities and all these different things yeah, yeah. and activities are great and, and, and right. you know in the church and all of that but how many disciples are we creating yeah that are gonna go and take the gospel elsewhere mm-hmm. you know we, we i feel like we really need to do that and to be able to do that as different generations all together we need to sit down and we need to talk yeah and start getting to know each other mm-hmm. a lot more yeah what do you think you know you know what i also think even with with you i know you're not even 50 years old you're not even 80 years old you're not even throwing in the towel and retiring but i i've seen in your life um as you're taking the next chapter of, of going <laughs> and getting married um you've prepared other people to take the torch that you've passed the torch Mm-hmm. in different areas that you've served in your church, whether it's in media, whether it's in leading the youth, uh, whether it's with the amazing group of young people with the cave, you've prepared someone to take over and lead, the next leader after you, because mm-hmm. you've poured in, you've, you've um, invested, you've had that relationship, you've prepared um, when you know it's your time to, to leave and step away. Yeah. And that's amazing. And I think... We as young people, too, even though we're young and we're waiting to maybe catch the baton or take the torch in in an area of our life and ministry, Mm -hmm. we should also, no matter how young we are, always be looking looking at the next generation, looking at, well, who's going to take over? Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be in this position. I'm not going to be in this area, um, this season for long. Everyone has a time and a season. So I'm getting ready to invest to train Mm -hmm. to disciple to find my next timothy yes and so i don't think it doesn't matter how old you are you should always be understanding that hey it's not to and we talked about it a little bit Mm -hmm. last time it's not to build my platform it's not about my position Mm -hmm. but it's about people so when i focus on people and that's my mission i'm not thinking about how far and how how great i can be but i'm thinking about like well, who's going to take over, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's good. Yeah, it's building people. Yeah. Right? As, as soon as you have something or, or are put, you know, to, to work in a specific area, start thinking. Yeah. Who can I train? You know, who can I build? Yeah. To take over when I'm not here? Because you never know, you know, God, God works in mysterious ways and, and he might take you elsewhere at some point. Right. Yeah. You got to build people. Somebody once told me that you're not a leader until you create one. Yeah, that's so good. And it's and it's so true. So true. You are not a leader unless you yourself, of course, with the help of God, make a leader. Yeah. Right. Build someone. Disciple someone. Yeah. Right. That's what it that's what it means to also lead to to build people up. And and for there to be growth in your group or, or you know, and maybe in your youth group or yeah. or maybe in your church or you know as a youth pastor or as a pastor in general, right? You're building people, yeah. You know, you're you know helping guide as well, but you're also building the church, yeah. You know, so I think it's so important that we do that. And I just wanted to mention, like, you know, something when. When maybe sometimes like we think, you know, of, of the different generations and 
um, earlier I was listening to a song, right? And it was mm-hmm. just a Maverick City song. Yeah. And and I heard like those words and I was just like, it's so true, right? And, and just a little bit of it, it says, it's just a new hallelujah with a new melody. Mm. Like that's all it is. Yeah. With new generations. It's the same hallelujah. It's the same gospel. Right. It's the same vision. It's the same, like the word never changes. It always stays the same. Right, right. God always stays the same. We're not trying to change the gospel. We're not trying to change the word of God. We're just doing it in a new way. Yeah. Because why? We have new tools than the ones the previous generation had 40, 50 years ago. Yeah. There's so many more new tools. We have social media now. Yeah. We have, you know, all of these different things that we can use as tools to reach more people. You know, you can reach millions of people yeah. online. You can only reach about, what, 100, 100 plus right. on a Sunday at church. Yeah. We need to use those new tools that we have. We do. For the kingdom. They're there. Why not use them? Yeah. Right. So so we're not trying to change everything. Mm hmm. You know, we're not trying to, you know, make the gospel weaker yeah, or, yeah. or or sugar it more. Mm-hmm. There's just different ways and different things that are now available that we should use. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts on that, man? I I, I like this verse. It's um, Book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 28. It says, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall see visions. So, man, we hear that verse and we mm-hmm. think about, man, the revival and the, and yeah. the last days, God's going to pour out. And it says, and it shall come to pass in the last days that God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. That's amazing, you know, to see that, to see the Holy Spirit moving so powerfully, mm-hmm. like, like, never before we can't even imagine like uh an outpouring of god's spirit but 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 hold on right here because after that after the spirit being poured out poured out it says your old men shall dream dreams talking about our pioneers in the faith our older leaders the older Mm -hmm. generation your old men shall dream dreams and then it says your young men shall see visions that means myself Mm-hmm. You, the young men, the young leaders, the young generations are going to have vision, mm-hmm. vision for the church, vision for the things of God. Mm-hmm. And that means the older men, the older generation, the church needs to understand that if there's vision in this young man's life, if there's vision in this generation, coming from this generation, mm-hmm. Don't despise them. Don't look down on them because the Bible says, God says in the last days that there's going to be vision coming from us. Yeah. There needs to be an understanding of that. Yes. There needs to be an open mind about mm-hmm. that. But if we're really going to see God move in the last days, if we're really going to see the end time revival, yeah. there needs to be some laws and traditions that are going to be broken. Mm-hmm. Because if we have you know, some fundamental systems already in place that... We can't accept this young man's vision. We can't hear him preach or we can't hear him prophesy because it also says your your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So that means the sons are going to prophesy. Well, he can't be heard 
we can't hear his voice because he's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. He's not a, a minister yet. He doesn't have this position yet. He's not a, a president of the district. He's not a president of the nationals. So we're not going to hear his voice ever. Mm-hmm. Well, his voice is going to be heard regardless because if God's called somebody, if God's chosen somebody, it says here, your sons shall prophesy, your young men shall see vision. So God is going to have his way yep. whether or not he is not open to the change that is going to take place. Yeah. And I, b- I believe with all my heart that it's happening already. Mm-hmm. I have young brothers, you, friends, even even young sisters that are rising up and, and preaching and teaching. Because it also says your daughters shall prophesy. Yes. Um, so I believe that women have a voice. But it's already happening. They, they're, they're not popular. Mm-hmm. They're not in a spotlight. They don't have yeah. a title. But God's using them. God's uh, using them to to speak and to yes. lead and they're being heard they have a voice when are we going to understand that it's a balance yeah it's a balance of our leaders our pastors our bishops the older generation the older men yes and it's a balance with the younger generation yeah once that coexists that's when you're gonna, you're gonna see god i agree fulfilling his word yeah you know as far as that don't think we don't want order yeah. Because we do. There is an order for everything. There is a time for everything. Yeah. You know, but but to what you were saying, like, we we do need to see what the Bible tells us. Yeah. And if it tells us that they shall see visions and that our sons and daughters will prophesy, don't think that is just the yeah. person that is always preaching at these activities. Yeah. That speaker that we hear all the time, like... It's not just going to be through that person. Yeah, It's going to be from a person that's going to a local church right. in a small city yeah. that nobody knows. Right, God's going to use that person. Mm. <laughs> you know, God's going to use, God can use you, God can use me, God wow. can use you, whoever's watching or whoever's listening to do something that maybe you haven't even seen before. Yeah, God says that greater things you Yes. Should do. Yes, yes. Like, dude, that's so insane to me. Yeah. It's always been so insane to me because, like, we can see that, like, when God came to the earth, how many things did he do? Like, dude, he... Mind-blowing. Like, mind-blowing things. Yeah. Like, he fed 5,000 people with a little bit of bread and some fish. Thank you, Jesus. He raised somebody from the dead. Yeah. Healed somebody that was blind. Mm Mm-hmm. Healed people that couldn't walk. Right. Like, and it just blows my mind. Yeah. That he then says, greater things you should. Like, what? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Why is that not happening? Yeah. It's the same God that was back then. Yeah. It's the same spirit that they that these 12 guys had that flipped the whole world upside down. Yeah. Why is it not the same right now? Why are we not doing that? Yeah. It's because we're not allowing God to move. Right. We're not giving the spirit, you know, a a place to move. Right. You know, we're not giving God the space to do what he needs to because we have so many things in place and so so many systems that the system is keeping God outside of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, it's it's time that we, I'm not saying I, we don't want order, we do. Yeah. And, and as an organization, right. you need to be organized. That's what an organization is. Exactly. You cannot just go crazy and everybody can just speak whenever they want and do whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, God has set something in place for a reason. And and, and it's it, we have to respect that and we have to see that. Yeah. And I am not against it at all. Yeah. There needs to be order in the church. Mm-hmm. There needs to be order in the in the body of Christ. Yeah. But let God in and let God move. Yes. Yes. You know, man. and let these visions be seen, and let these uh, you know people prophesy. The Bible says it. Why not listen? Yeah. It doesn't make me mad, but sometimes it just makes me like, yeah. Ah. Yes. You know. Yes. It's time that we get up and do something. <laughs> like there is so many people being lost, man. Right. And we might have gotten off a little bit off the topic here, no, but no. I think it's so important that no, we it talk is. about it. It is important. Man, like it's so sad, dude. Like and it just it breaks my heart to see the people that are like struggling out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people like facing homelessness. There's so many people like that don't have a place to live, yeah. that don't have a plate in front of them, that don't have clothing. Yeah. Like, just go back and read Matthew. Right, right. And it says that we need to clothe them and we need to mm-hmm. feed them. There's so much need in this world. Yes. And we're just so caught up in the four walls of the church. Yeah. It's so sad, dude. Like, it it, is. we need to stand up. Yeah. Like, what do you think? No, you're hitting the nail right on the head with the hammer. It's like, you know, I, the most important thing is the presence of God. Yes. The most important yes. thing is Jesus. That needs to be more and more alive in our life, in our churches. The presence of God needs to be demonstrated. Yes. When you, when you look at Azusa Street Revival, when you mm-hmm. look at, how the early church started in the book of Acts. When you look at this, how God moved so powerfully, it was the presence of God. It was the presence of God that brought people. It was the presence of God that brought salvation, that saved people. Mm-hmm. And when you begin to question and say, well, how come there aren't souls saved? How come yeah. salvation isn't being reached to you know, my brother, my sister? How come there's still people that, like you said, that are out in the street, that are that are lost, that are unsaved, that are broken, that are hurting? How come those people haven't been reached and that are saved? It's because God is not priority. And it's because the presence of God mm-hmm. isn't, isn't valued. And we're not, we're not letting God have his way yeah. in our life. We're not letting God have our, his way, excuse me, his way in our churches. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I like this quote from Pastor Bar- Brian Brent. Pastor Brian Brent says, Bells and whistles are dead. We need the presence of God. Mm. In other words, so many times we are spending countless hours. There's not enough days in the calendar that we plan this conference. We plan this worship night. We plan this service. We plan our own local activity. Um, We're going to invite this famous preacher and this well-known worship leader that's on instagram and and that's singing everywhere and and don't get me wrong we need those events yeah yeah. but 
enough with the fame, enough with the popularity, enough with the attraction. All God is looking for is yes. who's going to prepare the way for me? Yeah. Who's going to let me have my way in their church? Who's going to invite me and let me demonstrate my spirit so that the presence of God can move so I can pour yes. out my spirit upon all flesh? Mm-hmm. That's all God is looking for. Yep. And we could be the biggest hindrance by focusing on other things yeah. rather than the most important thing, mm-hmm. one thing, which is yeah. Jesus. It's so true. And you know, we can only do all of this together. Yeah. We, we can't do it single-handed. You know, we have to come together and to bring it back to the generations. Like, we need to work on all of these things, all of these things that we're talking about right now. We need to work on all these things together. Yeah. Because just like how there's vision that can be given, like, God is not only going to give the young people a vision. Yeah. He's, he's, he's also going to give it to the older generations. Yeah. You know, he's given them vision before. He's given them visions now. He, you know, in, in general, you know, maybe some of them are pastors or ministers or, or leaders or, or whatever they are. A member of the church mm-hmm. doesn't matter. They all have something to bring to the table. Yeah. From the 60-year-old to the 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. Everybody has something to bring. Yeah. Everybody has something to add to the body. One can be a finger, another one can be a leg. Right. But we are all part of the same body. Yeah. And we cannot work without being united. Yeah. You know, the the brain sends, you know, those things to the rest of the body so it can do, right? The brain here, of course, is God. It's it's he is the cornerstone. He is the center of everything, right? Yeah. And and through him we can do everything that we do. At the same time, you know, we need to work together, yeah. you know, to be able to move a finger it needs to go through your arm yeah. and it needs to go through your back mm-hmm. and, and it needs to come from your brain. W- without your arm, your your finger can't move. Yeah, It's the same thing. Right. You know, I can't move. The young people can't move on their own. We need the older generations. Yeah. And vice versa, the older generations right. need us. Right, right. We need to start working together so much more because there is so much work to be done there is there is like i was mentioning like there's so many things to do and and we need to take everything outside of the four walls of the church Mm -hmm. it's so important that we do because there is so much need yes yes there is there's so many people on drugs there's there's so many people addicted right to to drugs and to alcohol pornography yeah even in the church. Right, right. Right? It's time like it's time that, that, that we pull back the curtains on, on certain things. Yeah. And, and we know we're, we're kind of like jumping around a little bit in, in, in what we're speaking here. But I think at the end, it all ties together. Yeah, it does. You know, because it's also time that we as the church start doing those things. Yeah. And, and start uncovering some of the things. Yeah. You know, and I know we're going to be mentioning some of, of these things in the next episode, you know, uh, uh, on that. But but it's time that, that we start working together as a church. Yeah. And that we become more united, that we really become united. Right. That we're not just preaching it, that we're actually doing it. Yeah. Because it's easy to, you know, preach it on a Sunday and 
a powerful message on unity and and how we're going to work together. But then, you know, Wednesday comes and nobody Mm -hmm. is talking about that unity anymore. Mm -hmm. And we go back to and we go back to, you know, (laughs) our midweek service where nobody shows up. Yeah. You know, and that youth group would only three of the young people show up because the rest are too lazy to come to church. <laughs> yes. But yet yes. you're like, oh my God, unity. And you're like, yes. oh my God, yeah, we're going to build a kingdom. You can't even make it to church on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about building the church? Mm. You're not helping. Right. But yet you're doing other things and you're, but you're like, excuse my yeah, thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're caught up in so many other activities and so mm-hmm. many other things. Focus on your church. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Start there. Yeah. You know, it needs to start in your city first. It does. Yeah. And then it's going to go outside of it. Yeah. Right. And to the ends of the world. Right. Right. But it needs to start here. Right. It needs to start in your local church. Right. You need to pay attention to it. Young people, mm-hmm. young people, especially. And I'm talking to young people here. You need to focus. Mm-hmm. Right. How do you want the older generation to listen to you? Right. When you're not putting exactly. effort into it. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't see that you're there on Thursdays, if they don't see that you're there for prayer on Saturdays. Right. If they don't see that you're there early on Sundays to help in whatever. Yeah. You know, they need. You're not just there to get onto the platform and sing or yeah. play right you're not just there like be there early mm-hmm. how can i help you pastor yeah 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 how can i do something for you how can i help the church how can i do this how can I? you need to become available right in order to be used mm-hmm. right and and the young people want it so easy yeah it's not at work what are you got to do mm-hmm. right you wanna you, you wanna get to another level in, in your job, and you wanna become a manager. You wanna yeah. do this. You're gonna have to put in some work. Yeah. You're gonna have to tell your boss, "Hey, what can I help you with? What can I do to make the store better, or whatever mm-hmm. you're, you're in that you're in?" Right. You need to do all these things to get further. Right. You can't just you can't skip from one to ten. Mm-hmm. You need to go from one to two to three. Right. Right. And so. F- you know, and so on until you get to 10. Yeah. You can't just skip all of that. Yeah. You need the process. The process. It's so important. The process. So I, for me, it's it's time. It's time that we step it up mm-hmm. as young people. It's time that you step it up by your local church. Mm-hmm. It's time that you start working. It's not just about a title. It's not just about how everybody's going to look at you and how everybody's going right. to praise you. It's time to get up and work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time to have that conversation with your pastor. And that minister that is super old school, have the hard conversations. Yeah. Because, yeah, that thing that they did 50 years ago worked 50 years ago. Right, right. That's 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Same thing is not going to work now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very different. Right. Now you have newer things right new technology mm-hmm. we need to understand that times change exactly right and and with that comes change yeah we're not talking about changing the scripture or or the gospel yeah 
But we, we have to change some things in the church and be able to really become better together. Yeah. You know? What, what do you think about no. this? At the end of the day, it consists of both, both sides having an open mind and open heart, understanding, mm-hmm. and willing to work with each other. Yeah. It'll never, it'll never change. There'll never be change. There'll never be an outpouring of God's spirit. God will never have his way like he wants to have his way in the church until we surrender. It, it all, it all happens yeah. when surrender. And when you surrender, and it doesn't even have to do about surrendering t- to sin. We're not talking about that kind of surrender, surrendering to sin, sur- surrendering to, to God for something you did at the altar, but surrendering your will. Mm. surrendering your mind your ministry everything your total total surrender it's wholeheartedly saying God have your way in my life have your way in this generation have your way in this church have your way in the next generation have your way and and all those things you know talk to God about it Mm -hmm. but when you start positioning your heart that way and your mind um, I think things can happen i think god can really do what he really wants to do yeah something that you just mentioned too like how much do you pray Mm -hmm. for your leaders right yeah how much do you pray for your pastor right right how much do you pray for those older generations or other generations coming behind you yeah it's also about that how how much do you actually pray yeah you know uh, how much work are you willing to to do Mm mm-hmm to to bring this forward and to move forward yeah. together yeah because it's not gonna be easy yeah it, it's it takes some hard work it does to be able to start changing things yeah it takes time yeah and patience it does you know so it's not something that's also gonna happen from one day to another yeah yeah it, it's gonna take some time but if we never get started, we're never going to get there. Yeah. You know? So so I think it's definitely time that, that we start doing that, that, right. that we start having those conversations. And, and I've seen that in my personal life. Sometimes mm-hmm. we, I'll speak for myself, I want change or I'm thinking about, man, I hope, I hope my pastor, I hope, you know, this leader mm-hmm. would have an open mind to this. Yeah. And I don't want to force the issue. I don't want to even have the conversation with, my pastor yet i pray about it first yes and when i pray about it sometimes i've seen before i even meet with my pastor and i talk with him and i've already prayed about it sometimes my pastor shocks me and blows my mind away yeah and he comes out with an open mind and an open heart Mm -hmm. and that thing that i was worried about that he wouldn't be willing to change or have an open mind for he really does. Yeah. <laughs> he really does. And mm. it blows you away like, wow. Okay. I didn't have to. I didn't have to say anything. Yeah. He's he's on board. He has an open mind. And he, yeah. he says green light. He has total support. And it's like, wow. Yep. So I, you're right, man. Definitely. We need to pray. We need to ask God. Pray for our leaders. Pray that God will open up their mind and their heart. Yeah. yeah don't don't be angry. Don't have bitterness towards them, and don't yes. say like, "Man, well, my pastor never understands." Mm-hmm. Just pray about it, man. Pray about pray it. Pray for him. Yeah. Yeah. If it's God's will, it's gonna happen. Yeah. 
and at the end of the day too you know you, you need to pray for both parties like you need to pray for yourself and for the other person mm -hmm. right if it's your pastor or if it's a minister or or whatever it is somebody on the other generation you you need to pray before you have that conversation yeah you know for god to give you words to be able to speak to them in a way that they can understand yeah you know that you're not coming off like you no more you're not coming off like like you know everything right or like you're just trying to change everything around yeah, yeah. you know go in humbly yeah right also ask them for advice right you know it needs to be very open and 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 honest and genuine right right because people can read people right and they know that if they will know if you're just seeking like a platform for something mm -hmm. or if you're seeking fame or if you're seeking you know x things mm -hmm. like they, they know that yeah you know they're a pastor for a reason yeah yeah you know and and their connection to god Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little different than your connection to God, mm -hmm. you know, because they have to, they have a lot of load on them as well. Oh, yeah. You know, so when you bring change, when you want to bring change. Right. Also be willing to do the work. Yeah. Yeah. See, my, my pastor, um, when I started coming to, to the church I'm attending now, mm -hmm. of course, I came with some new ideas. Right. And I was like, oh, like we can do this or we can do that. Yeah. And so I sat down with Pastor and I, I told him one idea that I had. And he's like, okay. He's like, we've never done it here before. <laughs> and I was like, all right. He's like, well, let's try it. Why not? Mm. And I was like, okay. And he's like, well, you brought up the idea. So you're in charge. <laughs> get it done. Yeah. And like, I, I don't have the time to do it. Right. So you're in charge. You do it. <laughs> so if you're going into a conversation to bring up a new idea, be prepared to fulfill yeah. that idea. Right. Have a plan. Have something in writing yeah. that they can see. Go in prepared. Prepared, yes. Like, don't just go in with an idea just in the back of your mind and just like, yeah, this would be cool. And like, let's do this and like, yeah, let's yeah, do yeah. that. And then... And then they ask you, okay, like, what's the plan? Yeah. And you're like, um, I don't know. Like, I just had the idea. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> God doesn't work that way. Right. The pastor doesn't work that way either. The church doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. You need to have a plan with that idea that you have. Right. You know, and, and make sure God is behind that idea before you even say it. Yeah. You know, because it's very important that through anything that we do and any idea that we have, pray about it first and, and see if it's coming from God. Right. Because if it's not coming from God and you start the idea and you start something, it's not going to be fruitful. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's going to be a waste of time. Yeah. So make sure that that is coming from God. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure you pray about it and fast about it and, and really see that is something that is coming from God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean... As far as this whole thing on generations and, 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 you know, coming together and really starting to have these conversations, like what are some of your, I guess we can say like last thoughts 
on the issue. No, this was a great talk. I think um, definitely something maybe is is it's not heard a lot in in our churches. It's not heard a lot in our generation. Um, I hope my pr- my last thoughts would be, I pray and I hope that that there's some leaders, some pastors, uh, older pioneers, older men that understand this, mm-hmm. that maybe even hear this podcast. Yeah. Um, because my prayer and my hope is that whoever I work with, speaking for myself, but whoever I work with that's above me, that's my pastor, any leaders, um, that I would be able to have a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. That they would be able to be a good spirit that is between us. Yeah. Um, and things can work so well for the Lord, for yeah. Jesus. Um, so that that's just my hope. That I, I pray like that a good balance, a good a good um Release just just ship. just something there that connects and bridges us together. Yeah. Um, because I like to see God just have His way, mm-hmm. and. Just like the word of God says, you know, God is going to obviously use the younger generation. He's going to use the older generation. He's going to use older men. He's going to use younger men. Yeah. He's going to use your sons and your daughters. Yeah. And I just pray that we all have an open mind, an yeah. open heart, and we heed to God's word. I agree. It's it's a gap that needs to be closed. Mm-hmm. You know, those gaps in between the generations need to be not yeah. as wide anymore. You're right. They're gaps. They're definitely, there definitely are big gaps in some areas we need to bring those together yeah you know those gaps can be this big Mm -hmm. my last thoughts honestly like i just want to really speak to to the older generation yeah and just really thank them yeah yeah for their work you know and for paving the way for the newer generations right right you know we wouldn't have something to keep leading if it wasn't for them right right so so i want to honor the older generation yes i want to honor those older pastors yes you know i want to honor all of that because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them yeah we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our parents and our grandparents and their wisdom yeah i know i wouldn't and i know that you wouldn't either yeah you know we, we learn from them and we learn life from them yeah of course you know above them is god yeah and and only you know through god can we do anything yeah but i just i just want to honor them and thank them for for their work for their hard work you know in in building what we have till this day yeah you know because it's not easy they've had to go through their trials and tribulations in, in, in the years past and and to the new generation, I just say it's it's time to get up and it's time to work. Yeah. It's time we stop being lazy. Mm-hmm. It's time that we stop playing around. Yeah. And playing church. You know, it, it's it's time that we become more like God. Right. And that we don't let all these earthly things come above God. Yeah. It's time to to bridge these generational gaps. Right. And come together. And be a blessing to our cities mm-hmm. and reach more people. Yeah. And disciple people. Mm-hmm. And be discipled. Yes, yes. So that those would be my last thoughts. 
uh, on the issue. No, that's good. We just want to thank everybody for for listening in. Yes. Um, thank you for for just being here for for staying, you know, with us till the end of this episode. And and we just want to thank you for all your help so far. Right. You know? Right. And we know it's just the second episode of of the podcast, but we appreciate you, and, and we thank yes. you really for for just being here and listening. Yes, we really do. We appreciate you all. And also, you know, to to kind of end it, um, we just invite you guys to you know just go on our Instagram, follow us on there, and also you know subscribe to to the podcast itself. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you'll get it downloaded to your phone automatically every time that we release an episode and just follow what we're doing here yeah um and share it with with people that you know you think they can benefit from it right um we're not here for the numbers we're not here to fame or or anything like that we just want to be able to provide some conversations yeah um in the future i know we're gonna have some guests and all that good stuff as well that can pour into you and we're just here to to have those conversations and to help you with whatever we can. Yeah. And, you know, we, we just invite you to do that and, and to help us with that. Um, but with that said, thank you again. And we'll see everybody on the next episode. Yes. We'll see you on the next episode. God bless. And remember that you are called to lead. Yes. God bless. Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to a Call to Lead podcast. Make sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed the content, be sure to leave us a review and rate the podcast. Be sure to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at a Call to Lead podcast. And don't forget to share the podcast with your family and friends. And see you all on the next episode.